created Unstoppable Life, episode 175. Create an Unstoppable Life is all about mindset for the high achiever to help you build a life of fulfillment and freedom. I'm your host, Dina George, MD, a mindset and marketing coach and a family medicine physician. It's an honor to spend time with you today. Welcome back, my friends, to another episode of Why Am I Doing This? Why am I trying so hard? Why do I keep putting myself through this growth stuff? And why can't I just be happy with what is? (laughs) Many, many big smiles combined with laughing at myself because these are the questions that I've been entertaining recently, questions that clearly have no fruitful answers, questions that bring out a feeling of victim hopelessness. Nothing's working. I don't have a clue. It's been a fascinating few weeks inside my mind. The desire for certainty is screaming. You see, I started 2023 with such a beautiful list of intentions and action items. What I want to bring out and do more of and focus on and become. In fact, there was a whole podcast episode to show you how to do it too. And here we are halfway through month two. A lot has changed. And it's changed for reasons that I didn't anticipate and reasons I didn't know I didn't know. It changed because I allowed myself to explore and expand and wonder. I allowed myself to go to Florida and not know how it was going to go. This business intensive, how it would be. I allowed myself to take time off and board the dog, who's doing great, by the way. (laughs) He's on his third, maybe fourth comeback. He's going to turn 14 in a couple months. That beautiful and well-intentioned 2023 plan, it didn't include evolution for what I'd learned along the way. It didn't include pivoting. It didn't offer that a version two might be necessary or even that it's possible or available. I was talking with Big Love the other day. I was flopping around mentally, (laughs) talking about pivoting, the fear and the doubt that are showing up. And she asked, hey, can I see that beautiful 2023 plan? Sure. Look, look at how amazing it is. And then she showed me hers, a blank piece of paper. And she calmly said, you know, God shows me and tells me where to serve, even when I don't understand or it doesn't make sense. She offered that I could do the same. What? Wait a second. Dina George was not built for this. That's declarative statement number one. You see, I need to know. I need to plan. I need to see the whole picture I've got work to do. Come on, let's go. Did you notice all the follow-up declarative statements? What I must have, who I must be, and how I must live? Deep breath. Here's lesson number one. We can't know what we don't know. If I had known in December that my wants would grow and I'd see new ways of using and combining my life's work, it would have been part of the plan. But here I am feeling foolish, feeling disrupted, Foolish for believing that I know exactly how this year will go. Disrupted because there's now a new door. And I can see in this beautiful life that this unexpected door opening it could be really exciting. It's terrifying and it wasn't part of the plan. It's during these times of disruption that it's so easy to self-protect. I know all of us do it. I really do it. I do it very well. (laughs) We want to feel safe. We want to be secure. We make declarative statements. Brene Brown, she describes it wonderfully in the book, Atlas of the Heart, what we do to self-protect. 
We've talked about it in different episodes of the podcast as well. We choose certainty over curiosity. We armor up instead of being vulnerable. We choose knowing over learning, knowing over allowing, knowing over being open and allowing things to evolve over time. Those are my words, not hers. We can't know what we don't know, even as high achievers, even as people who work really hard and want to know everything right now so we can get it right and we can save the pain and we can just keep moving. We can move closer to the goal and get there faster, which leads to lesson number two. The disruption is the job. Dr. Autumn Casado was one of my attendings in residency, and she shared this wisdom when I returned to Fort Hood. I was returning as faculty for the family medicine residency program. The disruption is where you're needed. The disruption will guide you to the true nature of this work. The disruption is not what you will want. You want calm, you want to be prepared, you want quiet, but it is the way. And it was so true. The disruption showed me the weaknesses and the limitations and the parts that were broken and the people who were broken and could no longer hide. And that applied to systems. It applied to the military culture, to some of the practices that were in our residency program or throughout. And it's what's happening within me now. The disruption is showing me what I couldn't allow myself to want. I simply didn't even have the capacity to entertain it. So it was easier to say, that's not me. That's not an option. No way. Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. To make some declarative statements. No, this is who I am. This is what I'm doing. And this is where I'm going. Laugh with me again, because I said it with great certainty. And I believed it. Until about two weeks ago, (laughs) God has a sense of humor. Thankfully, people I love do as well, because it's been a few weeks of flopping around. If the disruption is the way, then who am I really? Who am I when what seems so certain isn't present any longer? Meaning who I serve and how I serve and where I'll be and what my role is. When it's all kind of muddy and I thought I knew, but I don't know. So I thought I knew 2023, I'm going to serve soldiers again. 2023, I might be in a uniform. I might have a rank and a commission. 2023, this is how I practice medicine. 2023, this is how my business looks. This is what I'll be doing. It's all been disrupted. It's kind of like watching a toddler paint the new carpet. (laughs) Lots of paint spilling everywhere. Lots of chaos. It looks and feels pretty messy. But how could this be? I was so intentional. I set up the 2023 plan. It had everything, everything I wanted, except it didn't. It only contained the things I could control and what I could see and what I allowed myself to want, not deep down desires, not exponential levels of growth, which leads to lesson number three. External certainty is an illusion. A perfectly great car may not start tomorrow. It might be in an accident. It might be stolen. A perfectly functioning body can change overnight or it can change in an instant. A perfectly good relationship may experience hardship, miscommunication, or betrayal. A perfectly happy person on the outside may be experiencing their own private hell and take action on it. A perfectly functioning computer may harbor malware. 
planted by people who are out to cause pain and, and benefit from it. They can all change in an instant. A malpractice claim, a board complaint, something blasted on social media, a threat or actual legal action. Relying on things to be a certain way is a setup for pain. Because who are we when all the certainty fails and when it all changes? Who am I when the car fails, the house falls apart, the relationships end, or the relationships are struggling? Who am I when my way of earning an income is disrupted and my intellectual property is absconded? It's an important question to ask yourself now, because life as we know it has changed for many people. And I know it can and it will for me too. The disruption I've been entertaining is an opportunity. It's real growth. It's beautiful, even if I'm spinning around in my head wondering what just happened. I'm not immune to disruptions that can change everything in a moment, meaning the disruptions that are unwanted and unwelcome. So I've been pondering this question a lot because the desire for certainty is screaming. It's real. And it sounds like this. I just want to know where I'm supposed to be, what I'm supposed to be doing. I want to know I'm doing it right. I want to know, am I following your plan, God? (laughs) Is this what you want? Big smile. There's a restless and an anxious feeling. In the past, it was relieved with doing more, working harder, hustling more, finding, forging, making a way ahead. And where is the certainty now? It's within. It's faith. It's belief that I'm never alone. It's certainty that it will all work out. It always does. It's certainty that I have me. I won't abandon me. I won't speak poorly to me. I won't harass me for not knowing or not going fast enough or for not exiting at the last exit. I won't harass me for pivoting, for doing something that's not on the 2023 plan. The certainty is the core of my being, what no one can strip away, and all that I truly have. The certainty that I'm called to be just two things, present in this moment and a source of love. The certainty is that I can withstand whatever comes along, and that I can believe, I can hold on, I can anchor on to I'm doing my best, and it is enough. Certainty is so deeply connected to worthiness. So a bigger question that's come up for me and maybe for you too, can I be worthy? Can I be good enough without external certainty? Because it's easy to believe I'm enough, I'm doing enough when things are going well. It's easy to believe I am enough, I'm doing enough when there's external validation, when there's kudos, when there's, hey, that was amazing. It's easy to believe I'm enough, I'm doing enough when there aren't challenges, there aren't problems, there aren't disruptions. It's also easy to believe that I am enough and I'm doing enough when I can't do anything more, like I am fully maxed out on time or resources. Right now, the farmhouse is getting some much-needed siding work done. In fact, you may even hear it in the background. Certainty wants to know what exactly needs to be done, how much it's going to cost to the penny, and when it will be finished. Here's our experience. Each board is evaluated to see is it structurally sound? Does it have any rot? If it does, what caused it? Are there deeper layers of rot? What, what else is involved? What do we need to do? 
And then the replacement wood is purchased. It's placed. Right now, the house is jacked up in a few areas <laughs> because there's things that were neglected for decades. And this is one section of the house. We're going to repeat it for each section of the house. The certainty is that we'll figure it out. We'll figure out the next step when it's time. We'll figure out the answer when the question arises. We won't be spinning around in what ifs because there could be a million what ifs. The certainty is knowing that there will be mistakes and with things that we wish we would have known. And the certainty can be in how we speak to ourselves, what we perseverate on or choose not to. The certainty is trusting the process and maintaining the freedom to pivot or change as needed. Which leads to lesson number four, be still. And this is the biggest lesson from the whole experience. And by lesson, what I mean is this is what I'm called to do now. This is what I'm working on. Not what I have the answer for, but what I know I need to learn and become. Be still. The road ahead to fulfillment and freedom to higher levels requires stillness. It requires me to stop doing, stop hustling, stop trying to make things fit or work and just be. Just allow, just explore, express curiosity, stay open, see what happens. The road ahead requires me to free myself from the anchors of what I have to do, that incessant checklist. And it requires me to believe and receive. Believe that I am enough, I've done enough, and whatever is next is even better than I can imagine. It's even better than what I could create on my own. Believe in my faith, trust in my God, be present, show love, even if love isn't flowing naturally or easily. Believe that this is where I'm called to be. And when there's something next, I will see it. I will know. And it'll flow just as the business intensive did. Efforts will be compounded and produce even greater results than me trying to do it alone. Be still, be present, share love freely, especially those times when it doesn't feel like there's anything to give. And those times when I simply don't want to. I am called to move beyond that. I'm called to be still and to silence that voice that says, I don't want to. Be still and know that I'm loved, I'm worthy, this is my calling, I am not missing out on anything. Be still, be present, the quiet is the work. The quiet is what's creating the foundation for whatever's next, to serve at wherever I'm called to next. Be still, be present. So my friends, that is a summary of the past two weeks. The 2023 I didn't know about. The 2023 that may have many more doors that I can't see right now or not. The 2023 that will be fun to tell you about as it's happening in real time. The 2023 where I will laugh at myself, cry at times, and just be absolutely amazed at all I didn't see when I was rushing and hustling and trying to make things happen and that I can see now because I'm still and I'm present.
I wish for you ease and flow. I wish for you internal certainty and a belief, a real belief that you are worthy and you are enough. This is living and giving at a higher level. This is what creates an unstoppable life. I'm sending you so much love and I'll see you next time. Ciao.